0: Hey, welcome to Reach Arts Season 4. In this series, I will be asking musicians a few questions and then listening to them play some music. Listen along, it'll be fun. Today, I am with Jim Koski. He is a guitar player, he sings. And he's with the Blue Honey Drops. The band also includes Susan Ruth on fiddling vocals and Steve Yost, who plays stand-up bass, and he is also a vocal kind of guy. Jim is with me today. Welcome. Yes, thank you, Agatha. It's
1: great to be here.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. Now I have a few questions for you, if that's all right. Absolutely. Uh, And what about then? You've got your guitar sitting on your lap, so you're going to do something with that? Yes, I would love to. You're going to sing, too, maybe? Oh, you are? Yes. Oh, how good is that? (laughs) Great. Okay. All right. So let's get through these questions. All right. First question. In one long rambling, it can be disjointed. It can be a run-on sentence. Tell us about your musical
1: past. Well, it all started when my mom bought me a guitar when I was 12, and I got lessons from uh, this great guitar teacher back in Dunkirk, New York, Tom Gaswicki. And Tom was the uh, director of the folk music mass at my church, and so that was my first gig, was playing in his little ensemble at... St. Mary's Church in Dunkirk, New York. And Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings. Oh. Yeah, it was great. And so, um, and then in high school, I discovered basketball and 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 girls. And so I forgot about the guitar a little bit. And then uh, in college, I, I started to pick it up. I, I you know it was I, I started to listen to a lot of Neil Young, and uh, I remember he was very influential, very accessible kind of music. And then after I graduated, I actually started playing seriously, finally. And so it was about 20 years ago where um, I was invited to be part of a Tuesday night workshop put on by a musician up in Newbury, uh, West Newbury. His name's E.J. Willett and has a great school up there, uh, E.J.'s whole music. And uh, it was from there that uh, we we put together a, a band and i thought man let's let's perform I think we're good enough to perform. It wasn't really a band. it was just a group of people got got together once a week to to work out arrangements of songs, and nobody ever thought that we would perform. I said, but I thought we were good enough to perform, so we set up, and but who's going to hire a band with six guitar players, two harmonica <laughs> players, and you know three singers? I mean it was just a hodgepodge people, and so I said, the only way we're going to be able to get to play out is if we put on the show so we i Organized a benefit concert, uh, and it, we held it at the Me and V Coffee House in Marblehead. Yeah. Which is uh, a place that I have volunteered at since the 1980s, and I was house manager there for a while, and just a great inst- local institution for folk music. Anyways, we performed there, and it was from there that we started to play parties and other things, and from that original group, there were probably about 10 different bands that spun off from that first night that we got together and performed. And so the last, um, the last gig that I had with that group was, um, we had a standing gig every Tuesday night. Myself and three other guys, Steve Coase and, uh, and uh, Ken Sermall and Bill Rizzo played. We had a standing gig every Tuesday, Tuesday night. We played at uh, the Chop Shop, which was a biker bar up in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And uh, so, uh, funny story, one time we were put on the spot. It was, uh, it was the, the, uh, the year that, uh, that, that Donald Trump first announced that he was going to run for president.
2: Okay.
1: And bikers are for Trump, right? Okay. So, so we got up there, and it was primary night in New Hampshire. And so the guy who runs the chop shop, Billy... Um, he was you know, holding court you know, on his, the phone with his friend down at the precinct with a microphone and everything, and we were kind of the backup band. And he yells up to us, All right, boys, every song you got to mention, Donald Trump. And I'm like, oh, okay. So so we, we tore into a, a version of uh, Donnie Be Good, and that was the <laughs> one and only that we did. But as it turns out, the Wall Street Journal online was recording the whole thing. And so if you search hard enough, you can find me in a you know this this uh, pro Donald Trump video saying Donnie be good at a biker bar in Seabrook, New Hampshire. So anyways Jim, I never story. knew. Crazy story, but <laughs> crazy story, but it just that's just the way the chips fell. What are you gonna do when you're surrounded by a bunch of bikers? Okay, yeah, yeah. all right,
0: we'll do our best. That's know, right. So. And it was a plea for yeah. Donnie to be good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but anyway,s
1: that's that's the long story. Story. And now I had met um, I had met uh, 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 Steve while living in Magnolia, and uh, met and then uh, met Susan uh, through my partner Suki, who lives in town here. Mm-hmm. And and so I started playing with Steve when he was just kick, just kicking it off playing stand up bass, and we got together, and we thought, yeah, we could play together. And then I thought of Susan, and then and then one thing led to another, and, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So excellent. Yeah. Oh, I like a story. <laughs> I
0: love a story. Okay. So, what was the first concert you ever attended? Ah, good
1: question. Mm. So, um, so back when I was playing uh, with the folk band, um, Father Walters was our our uh, liaison between the church and the group and he would spring for a concert for us every year so the first concert that i went to was 1972 was the beach boys the beach boys in 1972 and top, where were they playing uh they were playing at Shays in buffalo i think um yeah Shays auditorium in buffalo okay. new york all the uh, and so for the next so i was with that group for 4 years the next year we saw zz top which was crazy <laughs> Uh, and, and you were how? Thirteen. I was thirteen, and then Stevie Wonder. Oh my gosh! Which was crazy, and then the obligatory Jesus Christ superstar oh. rock after that. But th- but those those were the yeah those were the first four shows that wow. that I ever went to yeah. that that were you know like big concert yeah thing, things yeah. right. Not you felt like bands, you were really in it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah. amazing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice.
0: And so, from that, who are your musical icons or influences? You mentioned Neil Young.
1: Yeah, Neil Young, very big one. Um, I was very—I mean, back when I was in high school, the music that I listened to was not really accessible to playing on on guitar and and you know, just the type of music that that you know non-trained musicians like myself you know, tend to gravitate towards. more folk music and blues. Idioms, that type of thing, uh, but the 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 uh, so Sp- Springsteen was a big influence in mine, and and I can play I play some of his stuff nowadays. But you know, early Springsteen was a big influence. Neil Young, um, and then um, in 1979, I saw my first Grateful Dead show, and that and and all those all that music is very much a big influence in mm. in my playing. It's there there. They they are very the songs that they write are are about um, they're about America in in a very uh, romanticized way and a very honest way, way and 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 they're timeless the lyrics are timeless and the interesting thing about the collaboration in that band there are a couple of of collaborations uh, the rhythm guitarist Bob Weir used to partner with John Perry Barlow Barlow wrote the lyrics Weir wrote the, the music uh, the other songs that. Garcia sang, he wrote the music, and Robert Hunter wrote the lyrics, and so they were, they were like each other's muse, and so the music fits the lyrics beautifully, and the lyrics are poetic Hunter is uh, is uh, you know is from the Beat generation He's, mm-hmm. He was contemporaries with Neil Cassidy and, and Jack Kerouac and, and Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters and all those and so uh, so and the songs that the Grateful Dead cover are all wonderful Americana songs. Um, so I, I'm very much attuned to them. A lot of the musicians that have come through the Me and the Coffee House through the mm-hmm. years, um, and you know, people like Garnett Rogers and Greg Brown, uh, certainly Tom Waits is a big influence of mine. I, I love his music. Um, I, I'll, I've got one of his tunes Ooh. that I'll play for you today. Okay, excellent. And, and and the thing that you know that I love about all all of these musicians is the you know there's there's so much to the lyrics that I just just really really appreciate so yeah yeah
0: cool so, okay and is there a place where you would like to someday play music or kind of
1: a dream of playing yeah. music somewhere if I wasn't an electric band I would love to play the Red Rock Amphitheater in Morrison Colorado it's just this beautiful amphitheater that's set in this um, this natural rock outcropping you've got you've got solid rock on both sides and it's and it, it's just a magnificent place acoustically, and uh, oh, wow. something similar to that around here that I'd love to try to play in someday. Just I I, I don't care if there's an audience or not. I would just love to play there. <laughs> Having played in the Mainly Coffee House, which was once called the Carnegie, uh, the Carnegie Hall of Church Coffee Houses, by <laughs> Scott Alaric from the Boston Globe, um, I would love to play in uh, in Shaolin Lu. Oh up yes. The rock port yep. Because yeah. the acoustics there are just amazing, and like Red Rock, it, you know, the, both sides of that are, are stone inside mm-hmm. that structure with, mm-hmm. with wood to absorb it, stone to to, to transmit, and uh, yeah, I I just think that 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 place would just with no amplification it would yeah. be just a tremendous place to play in. Oh, that that in my bathroom. I like playing them. You know, okay, but the, and
0: these are real possibilities. <laughs> certainly, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Great. Okay. Now, is there a particular song or a musical passage that never fails to move
1: you, that heart of yours and move mm-hmm. you emotionally? Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. Um, so there's there are a lot of, of of songs by the Grateful Dead, but I heard a version of one song. Performed by a uh, contemporary artist who's who, if you've never heard of him, uh, make note that you know he is he is the type of musician who is really going to make a huge mark going forward. He's huge in the bluegrass scene in Nashville. This is a guy by the name of Billy Strings, and that's not his real name. His I, I don't know what his real name is, but his aunt said, "Yeah, you should change your last name to Strings because you're such a good guitar player." <laughs> And so he changed his name to Billy Strings, and on, on YouTube you can find this version of this Grateful Dead song called uh, "To Lay Me Down," and it's Billy Strings and Mo- with Molly Tuttle um, backing vocals and guitar, and the harmonies on that are just mind blowing. And I just heard that the other day. and t- So "To Lay Me Down" is one of those songs that just brings chills. The other one is one of my heroes from uh, the Me and the Coffee House. This guy Garnett Rogers. His brother is Stan Rogers, and uh, Stan Rogers is a great folk musician, passed away in a plane crash. Stan, he wrote the Marianne Ellen Carter, for example, which is a you know, very, very powerful inspiration, inspirational sea, uh, tune about the sea. Garnett, his younger brother, uh, has this song. And, and again, if you go on YouTube and, 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 and look up Small Victories, it's an incredible song about... Uh, a horse that he buys at auction and the redemption that that he sees through saving this horse from the knocker's yard oh uh, and gosh. and it's and the music is chilling uh, and so appropriate the lyrics are beautiful and he's got one of the most beautiful baritones and with so much dynamic in it you you know that's a must listen and every time i hear that i get a little choked up it's just it's a really powerful tune so those those are high recommendations for two recommendations of mine that i think anybody could really enjoy oh wow thank yeah. you yeah, sure. oh that's exciting and what do you do
0: outside your music that contributes to your music mm.
1: yeah i think you know, the thing about playing music is that you know when you're playing music you're, you 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 move into um uh, kind of an it's, it's an autotelic experience it's a flow state you're in the zone you're 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 not think you're you're enjoying the experience for the sake of the experience. And I think any time I have an opportunity to do that, maybe it's performing, maybe it's speaking, uh, you know, in, in front of other people, that type of thing. Uh, you know, performing I've I've done a little bit of acting and, and, and also just being really present um, in 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 solitude, in nature, you know, by the sea. You know, those things, you know, remind me how you know what it feels like to play music, and I make that connection. I also you know I do some writing as as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not not I I don't really I, I've written a few songs, but I haven't done enough of that. But I I do put out content every week in a blog post that I publish and um, on philosophy and personal growth that type of thing. And and so the writing you know getting into that flow experience, I think that that helps to me to connect with that overall you know being in the zone, as does playing music. Um, and I, and just, um, you know, looking at, you taking the time to observe people you, you know, is, is very inspirational for me. And, and I've got a lot of stories in the back of my head that I want to put to music someday.
0: Uh-huh. And so, okay. yeah. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't it be great to live life in the zone? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. No, I and, agree. And it's, it's yeah. actually a, a field of study of mine right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a uh, there's a, a psychologist who recently passed away a guy by the name of Mihai Csikszentmihalyi and he wrote a book called flow and uh and I'm also part of this group called the flow research collective mm-hmm. and we we you know we study these states of flow and how to get in them what what happens when we get into them and and how to bring them about uh at will rather than you know just getting the the right triggers you can you can uh, you can practice in such a way so that you can get in flow more often and the more often we're in flow the more optimized our life experiences are and the more uh, the more happiness we can bring so yeah it's it, it's a science Ooh, okay. it's something you should, something you should look into <laughs> Oh dear that's another conversation Jim <laughs> it okay is, it is. We so
0: get let get us into the flow what are you gonna play for us today and start
1: playing all right. So, uh, so I'll try this one. This is uh, a Tom Waits tune. And Tom Waits writes about a lot of interesting, often unsavory characters from, you know, that you can imagine that they were maybe from uh, you know, the years of the Great Depression or after, you know, maybe on the road, on the highway, writes about hobos. Very similar to Robert Hunter, you know, connecting with the beat generation. And so this is a, this is a song called Better Off Without a Wife.
2: All my friends are married. Every time, and Dick and Harry must be strong of you to go in alone. Here's to the bachelors and the Bowery bums. Don't you know that they're the ones that are better off without a wife? Well, I've been sleeping till the crack of noon, midnight hollering at the moon. I've been going out when I want to, uh, coming home. When I, please. I don't have to ask permission if I want to go out fishing Never have to ask for the keys Well you see I ain't no Valentino But I had a girl who lived in Reno She left me for a trumpet player that didn't get me down He was wanted for assault, though he said it was his fault you know, the coppers rolling right out of town. Live well, and sleeping to the crack of noon. Midnight hollering at the moon oven. Going out when I want to, and coming home when I please. Don't have to ask permission if I wanna go out fishing. Never have to ask for the keys. Well, you yes. I'm kind of selfish about my privacy. The only one I want to be with me is get along so well I can hardly believe it. Love to chew the fat with folks. Been listening to all your dirty jokes. I'm so thankful for these friends I do receive. Alive well, and sleeping to the crack of noon. Midnight hollering at the morning Going out when I want to. Home and I please. Don't have to ask permission if I wanna go fishing. Never have to ask for the key.
0: Nice. Oh, I don't geez. know that song at all. That was great. Isn't that you. a great song? Yeah, yeah. The fun. chord, the chord mm. progression
1: on that is just so. It just you could just play the chord progression and without. I mean, obviously, without any accompaniment, mm. it's just a great tune. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the lyrics just kind of yeah. I know the guy yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. You know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. There's some dudes that are just like, yep. That's they're better off that way. But it's yeah. interesting, you know, it starts out, you know, all my friends are married, every Tom and Dick and Harry, and it ends with, I'm so thankful for the friends I do receive. The, the friends that I do bring into my mm-hmm. life. I'm mm-hmm. so thankful for them. That's all I need are, are just those few people. Yeah. And yeah, uh, which I think is different from those friends that, you know, every Tom and Dick and Harry. Right. So it's, yeah, it's lyrically, it's a beautiful song, and and, and, uh, the melody is just magical. Mm. You
0: feel like playing another one? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll listen. We'll listen, (laughs) won't
1: we? (laughs) So this one is uh, by this young man, this great songwriter uh, by the name of John Fulbright. And uh, he he came to the Me and Lee Coffee House a few years ago. And it was one of those opportunities that the Me and Lee had to book this upcoming talent and you're only going to get him once because he's he's you know like a rocket and uh um, he was grammy nominated next year and and boy he, he just he writes incredible songs um and so uh yeah so i'm gonna play this one for you i'm just uh, blanking of the name of the song uh it'll come to you don't worry Just start singing. I'll remember the name. (laughs) Yeah, I'll remember the name of the song at the end. Okay. Oh, Satan and St. Paul.
2: Nothing left to turn, serve this empty day. Promises, the second degree it burns on the tips of my fingers from touching certain fruit that I never should have touched in the first place. Well, now the skies are raining fire Well, I think I'll go to bed Well, there's nothing you can do When it rains down on your head Except pray and beg for mercy This hell that you created On the corner of Satan and St. Paul Now my cup, it runneth over, and it runs down in my eyes, maybe when I'm a little older, I won't tell myself so many lies, will it took 20 years to find myself a pen, write down all the words, just to scratch them out again. Well, I could use another 20 years to fix the last 15. Oh, it never seems to work to my advantage. Well, I'm walking here on rusted nails with broken wings and battered sails I told you that I'm leaving but I'm probably telling lies but if I could only make it out to Denver Colorado I'd boogie I'm Satan St. Paul on the corner of Satan and St. Paul, get me out of Satan and St. Paul.
0: Thank you, (laughs) sir. Oh, have you been there, Satan and St. Paul? (laughs) (laughs) Once or twice. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stop you here. All right. I'm sorry, but i got to stop you. And I'm going to tell everyone that if you want to hear more of Jim and the Blue Honey Drops and the Boston Harbor Boys are also going to be there, and this is on March 12th at 730 at Reach Arts. We're at 89 Burrell Street. Remember, seating is limited, so you have to reserve your tickets. The concert is free, but you still have to reserve your tickets on the Reach Arts website and of course, Jim, oh yes, as the guest, you always get the final word. What's the final word?
1: Yes, yeah, so the final word is thank you so much for for giving us the opportunity to play or Thank you for this opportunity to spend some time with you. Uh, we are really excited and thrilled and uh, we can't wait to see you all at Recharts Excellent
2: thanks so much.
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening. Stop by again.